This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. Say what? Uh, it's another episode of us looking through some of the mailbag contributions to our email. The email address, incidentally, is contact at tftimemachine.com if you want to send anything in. Um, stories of all kinds. But based on the last episode and what we're about to talk about now, we would like anything you've got about packed lunch memories, school packed lunches, yeah, anything like that. Packed, packed lunch fails... As I think they call yeah. them on the internet. Just uh, anything uh, about anything at lunches. I, I told a story on Friday's episode about me trying to impress my friend by bringing in some ham in cling film and it not yeah. really and it backfiring. Um, but there's loads of stories like that. If we went into it, pat lunches or even school lunches. I mean, you know, only recently I reminded you of the story about um, Junior Elvis at my school yeah. when he sang what he was going to have for lunch. He did. Yeah, he did. Baked potato, baked beans, cheese and butter. <laughs> Once you start saying that, you can't stop. That's why I'm now contriving reasons to bring in. So school lunch stories. And also, while we're at it, you can't ever beat, and we haven't done any of these in a while, school trip stories. Particularly school trips yeah. away. Not like yeah. a day trip, but when you had to yeah. go away for a week or something. Yeah. There um, is no one, there is no one who doesn't have 10 stories from a school, from every school trip yeah. they went on. You just, just need to dig little, and find them. Uh, one or two house rules. Don't make mm. them too long. No. And secondly, don't make them like be full of, what well, can I describe as sex crimes? No, 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 no. That is, no, no. that's what happened we had we, to, there, There's the been topics fields. in the past that we had to discontinue yeah. Yeah. because they just became too, People just like... just confessing to terrible, terrible yeah. crimes. And, and not basically. too long. I mean, you know, I listen, I admit that when I tell anecdotes on this podcast, I am known to sometimes go on tangents. It's your podcast. You're allowed I don't... Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm guilty of not sticking entirely to the point. But we don't have room for more of that from third no. parties. What we need is you to get in and out and get the point across. And I, I really mean this when I say that if you've got a good story, but you write it like over two paragraphs or more, mm. then it might be a good story. But we, uh, and I'm not even joking here, we definitely won't read it. Like, we'll never read it. Yeah. We get loads of emails from you lot, and we get other admin emails just for our normal lives. Mm. We're never going to read an email that's like two paragraphs long or more. So, just think on. Yeah. Um, um, be, before, sorry, the last episode, you teased us, Sam, with uh, a story about, uh, was it a public school? Public? There's a, there's a, there's a, it's a private school. It's a private, private school. school. And my friend... That's um, the same as a public school, isn't it? I don't quite know what the difference is, but I feel, I feel no, I, I feel as if it is different. No, no, I think that not? there are private schools that are just fee-paying schools, right. but I think the ones that are called public schools, are, are, there's something about they have to be like the old grand ones that are like. Are they not the old grammar schools? I thought that's grammar schools. I think a public schools fee-paying, isn't it? All right. Well, you know what we mean anyway. Like a school where you have to, where your, where your parents for some reason want to pay for something that you can get free up the road. Uh, a don't understand school. it. A Tory school. Yeah. Why would you pay Tory breeding ground when you can when you can get it free? I've never understood that. <laughs> As a parent, I've just thought, well, why would why would I fucking pay? <laughs> fucking stupid, <laughs> right? But anyway, um, uh, right. So, hmm. 
Oh no, it's only small, but there's quite a lot of funny stories about this school because it's a it's a there's a private school, right? There's two quite famous private schools near me. One's a really kind mm. of well known, uh, like famous one. And that's the one where Len had to they they the local private schools will do they'll 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 offer help to the local state schools in a very oh, condescending nice. way. Would you yeah. like to come and use our swimming pool? Because we know that your children don't know how to swim, and it might also be an opportunity for them to wash. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right. But the other one, that's quite an old school one that actually George Osborne went to, right? Uh, and But the other one that's nearby, that's really near me, is actually a trendy one that rock stars, like, all, like it's sort of like one of these cool private schools where you, I think you like call the teacher by their Christian name and you don't have uniform, right? Really? And... Um, and my mate from school, she started teaching there, right? Right. Um, she doesn't teach anymore, but she did for quite a long spell. And she, she's weirdly quite a left-wing person, but I think she was, like, driven into the arms of the private sector through economic necessity, that which was a happen. shame. Yeah. We but both she was know people a, who've worked for organisations that they didn't particularly like. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not <laughs> going to stand level. here and complain about that. <laughs> Judge right? anyone. She had money to make. She had to make yeah, some money. And, uh, but she was quite a socialist person and she was from quite a, you know, a normal background. And so she had very... And, and I've told the story before, she would sometimes get me in to talk to her students, to her media studies students. Mm. And back when I was, you know, in the grips of my bad habits, I remember going in there to give them a talk about magazine journalism. Mm. but doing loads of fucking gack in their really lovely guest toilets beforehand, thinking in my fucking confused drug-addled mind that I was being dead subversive and sticking one to the Tories. Totally. In, in fact, I was just sticking one to myself and being a fucking prick. But anyway... Um, yeah, but the main thing about that was their, their toilets... They, can I, I said, like, can I have a piss... And the woman in the office said, yes, you can use our guest toilet. And it was just sensational, mate. I mean, it was like such a nice toilet. It was especially because they didn't want some guest coming in and maybe like doing a big shit. And then it's stinking it out for their little, for the lovely little children. So they just, and it was so nice. You know, it was like all like lovely kind of branded hand soaps and creams and shit like Mm. that. But uh, no, she told me, she used to tell me lots of funny stories, but she told me, that there was more than one kid in the lunch hall who when they opened their pat lunch they would take out some really nice focaccia which is that fancy Italian bread that's yeah. a bit like cake right um, and that would be for them before they started their main meal and there'd be a, and, and she said there was this one boy and he had a little plastic tub of olive oil and another little plastic bottle of balsamic vinegar Fuck and he, she would watch him every lunchtime this young lad daintily pull the lid off the tub of olive oil drip some balsamic vinegar into it and then gingerly dip his focaccia bread Uh, into the oil and vinegar (laughs) and nibble on that just as an amuse-bouche before he then moved on to his mozzarella salad. I was going to say, start off, but you've gone bigger there with amuse-bouche. Yeah, amuse-bouche, mate. There was then a salad and then fuck knows what else. I mean, it's funny, right? And it's ridiculous. But, you know, I like to dip nice trendy bread into olive oil I mean I like it I'd do it yeah but at school it's just I suppose 
I don't know what's funny about the story. I suppose it's just like you can't imagine getting away with that. Like, for instance, at your school in Sunderland, I don't know what might have happened had someone pulled a stunt like that. Oh, complete, complete battering. From, it would have uh, been mayhem. More angles, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. if it would have been battering. I think there would have been mayhem and people would have just run around. It would well, have been like when a dog got in the skull. Confusion. Yeah. I mean, as I've said, I don't know because there wasn't. I, I didn't go do pat lunches at school. I didn't go for school dinners. I went for the chips. Uh, the best yeah. chips I've ever had in Shiny Row um, from the bakery. I forgot what the bakery was called. It might have been called Carrick's. I'm not sure, as in Michael Carrick, but um can't remember. Can't go back, though, can you? Having said that, there was something I was thinking about the other day. I went and had some chips with a burger when I was out the other day, and skin on chips, Sam, skin on chips to me, needs to be eradicated it feels like blatant naked profiteering if I wanted wedges I'd ask for wedges I don't want the skin on chips nah I'm not it, a fan generally that, that's not that's not chips you've made you've just done tiny wedges there and you've mm. just profiteered by not peeling the fucking potato before you've made the chips you know what I'm having today hot dog having? night my daughter's hot doing night. hot dog night yeah Is it, we've got veggie hot dogs for me there will be a bowl of oven chips. We're not going to buy takeaway chips. She's going to make oven chips and she's yeah. doing fancy hot dogs because she's going to put a selection of different optional toppings in bowls on the table. Nice. I'm double excited, mate. I like it. That yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. All, all vegetarian hot dogs, of course. Apart from her, she eats meat. She'll, she's got some normal ones for herself. And oh, then right. for me and my good wife and my lad... We're all vegetarians, so she's got us. She's good. She does dinner for us once in a while, and she always makes it interesting. Yeah. So Lord, she's got sure me. She she's rustled up some vegetarian frankfurters. Yeah. So skin on chips needs to fucking come to an end because yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Although, you know, when you go to Five Guys, I don't know if you often go to Five Guys. I don't. Have you been to one before? Uh, they, yeah. They got one in Newcastle. Yeah. I think it closed down, but yeah, there was one. Oh, right. Yeah, but there, it's a great place, right? It's really good because right. what they've basically done is they've made it... Someone's thought McDonald's was at its best in the 80s. Since then, for me, I know people still like McDonald's, but I think it's been compromised too many times, right? Mm. It's been compromised by powerful lobby groups. Mm. And it, now it, you go in there and I don't know what the fuck's going on at McDonald's anymore. You have to order on a computer screen... Mm. They have salads and wraps and they go yeah. on and on about yeah. coffee. And yeah. I just think, for me, McDonald's and the... It's like 80s McDonald's was where it was at for yeah, me, yeah. right? Saw a great advert the other day. I've started following a brilliant um, retro advert account on Instagram. It's called okay. Throwback TV Ads and I can highly recommend it. You'd oh, love it, mate. Oh, sounds like the kind of thing for me. Yeah, I'll get it on that. Yeah, do you remember that I saw one that my mate... You know my mate, Jay... Yeah, he, you know, like he's been—he's a veteran of the ad game, and he made an ad in the eighties for Colgate toothpaste, for which he got um, a Madness song, and it's all these kids dancing, dressed and dancing to Madness songs yeah. in the Madness style. Yeah, classic. Do you remember that? Yeah, Jay made that, and wow. it came up this morning on um, on. Uh, that's how he knows Madness, and it came up this morning on um, uh, Throwback TV ads. Throwback TV ads. Is fucking great. It's got. I tell you another one that came up. Wow, party for home. Fucking hell. 
Yeah, Classic mate. stuff. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. Me son loves madness, as I've said before. Yeah. And he goes to a drama club on a Saturday and every year or so they do uh, a showcase thing at the Sunland Empire Theatre. And they did it um, last week. And he'd suggested, put forward the suggestion that they do a madness medley Mm. And the leader of the drama group says, yeah, great. So this was his idea and he'd kind of almost driven the whole thing. So when it came to them doing it on stage, he was kind of front and centre for most of it. Um, most of the, the dance routines and everything. And he even got a solo bit that he got to sing. And he got the hardest, the hardest possible piece of madness um, singing that you could ever do. And it's that bit from the middle of Our House where he goes yeah, I remember blah, 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 when everything was true oh, and yeah. we would have such a very good time such a fine time such a happy time and it's the fastest most complicated he did that on fucking that's stage that's like Eminem yeah exactly <laughs> he did that on stage in front of fucking like, fucking hundreds of people at the Sunderland Empire Theatre and Theater. He, you didn't know that's what he was going to do because yesterday you told me he'd kept it secret what yeah. his performance was going to be he said he had a solo but he didn't tell me what it was and then wow. just fucking you couldn't have hoped for anything better and he and he got it right he didn't he didn't he, miss anything he got it he got he got through it yeah fucking legend it's like fucking hell and of he course he must have been buzzing afterwards and he was front and centre they did about four songs in the medley they did it must be love and baggy trousers oh and um I can't remember what else but he was kind of front and centre doing the whole fucking knees up dance and everything and then it ended really? with a conga and he led the conga at the end of it it was fucking lovely Mate, so, you've got to show him. You've got to show him the um, the the Colgate ad. I will. I'm sure his performance was even better. I will, definitely will. Uh, I can't remember we? how he got into any of that. By the way, it was public we school about... pat lunch, wasn't it? And then it was skin on chips, and then. Uh... Oh yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about McDonald's in the '80s. So yeah. Five Guys is good because it's part of me thinks what they've done is they've gone. Remember how great and simple and straightforward McDonald's was in the 80s and what a huge buzz you got out of it when you were a kid walking in there. And they've yeah. sort of made it like that. Even aesthetically, it reminds me of it. But their, their chips are, as standards, have... <coughs> excuse me. They're not like... They're not wedges because they're skinny as normal chips, but they have... They have skin just on either end, Andy. Do you know what I mean? Not along oh. the side, but on either end of the chip. Right. And I, just, yeah. I don't need that. I don't like the texture of it. So you're getting the entire length of a potato. You are basically with a yeah. Bit of skin on the end. No, I don't yeah. want. I don't want any skin on me fucking chips. Nah, me neither. Like I say, Ever. do wedges. If I want wedges, I'll ask for wedges. But yeah. But by the way, I, I FYI, I will not ask for wedges. No, I'll never ask for wedges because I don't Fuck want that. skin. No, don't want skin, and they're too chunky. So sometimes they're not soft all the way through like you need them yeah. to be. Well, these chips that I had that were skin on chips, they were they were. There was all over the place. Some of them were chip shaped. Some of them were like little wedge shaped. It was a fucking shambles, and they were that's all like, cooked as that, well. That's like potato randoms, which yeah. is and probably were, a fucking something that um, 
who are the chip people McCain will probably launch at some point yeah. new McCain's potato randoms yeah. yeah yeah you never know what's coming next I don't Wedge, want a fucking fry, chip potato I just want fucking chips don't, it's not a fucking puzzle I don't want surprises get your fucking house in order McCain's yeah sorry it's not your fault yeah we're criticising for something they haven't done yeah mm. probably will though uh, right, what have else have we got from emails? Um, oh, something about um, Wojciech the Bear here. Have I said All that right? right? Yeah. Wojciech. Wojciech. Yeah. I was delivering... This is from Ryan Gallagher. Afternoon, lads. I was out delivering parcels, um, which will inevitably end up in Jeff Bezos's moon pit. <laughs> hey. Stick it in the pit. Novel <laughs> yeah. return, is it? Stick it in the pit in Perth last week I then found myself slamming on the brakes in the middle of the road as I saw a van with Wojciech the faggy in hero bear on it the first picture is all I could get at the time but I managed to do some digging and find a better picture I reckon it's an MI5 CCTV van (laughs) weird so this email will probably be intercepted there there's a van he's got a picture of a van parked in someone's front drive and there's just a fucking massive amazing picture of Wojciech the Bear and next to it in big white letters it just says Wojciech the Bear Correct. and there's no further explanation so it's not like you know a business or anything like that it's like the van owner just thinks Wojciech the Bear is so fucking awesome he's going to stick a picture of him on his van nice and why one. not I might do the same on my Vespa good stuff here's an email um this this could be this could be classic. I don't know. I've just seen bits of it, so it's quite long. But it's entitled Cannonball Paul. Right. So we'll just go through it. It's uh from Cunter Callum. And he says, Morning dickheads. Uh in year five of primary school, a new boy called Paul joined our class from Northern Ireland. Paul mm. was extremely shy and barely spoke a word to anyone. When oh, he did no. speak, he had such a strong accent and mumbled so quietly you couldn't understand him anywhere. Fast forward a month. We're in PE doing some bastardised form of gymnastics, teddy bear rolls and shit. When I hear a commotion coming from the other side of the hall, I walk over to find most of the class gathered around Paul, who is perched on his mat with both legs hooked over the front of his shoulders and his head tucked into his chest in a manner that had rendered him almost completely spherical. He says, that was the day... Cannonball Paul was born. <laughs> I'll go on. This is good. This is good. Well, I hope it is anyway. I hope it doesn't end up grim. Hope it doesn't over end this next- being killed. Oh, yeah. Over the next year, Cannonball Paul became a school celebrity. He would fold himself up in the playground and people would take turns rolling him around like a spare tyre. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Paul did, didn't talk much, but he didn't need to. He had all the friends he needed thanks to his Optimus Prime-like talent of transforming himself into a wheel. Um, one lunchtime, a gr- couple of older lads convinced Paul to join them in the park beside our school field. They took him... Oh, God. They took him to the top of a hill mm, as an excited crowd gathered to witness the cannonball's oh, most God. daring stunt yet. Paul folded himself up in his usual manner and the boys eased him over the edge. 
We all watched in awe as he picked up speed. <laughs> Just as Mr. May, one of our teachers, came to investigate why half the school was chanting, Cannonball! 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 <laughs> Paul couldn't slow down as he hurtled himself towards Mr. May at what seemed like the national speed limit. Mr. May saw him far too late and instinctively threw out his leg to defend himself from this rolling ball of flesh and school jumper. This is very well written, by the way, Callum. Uh, in doing so, he accidentally booted Paul square across the shins. The cannonball immediately unravelled like a ball of yarn. The last thing I remember as we all scarpered was Paul sprawled out on the grass in tears and Mr. May trying desperately to apologise. He says Paul barely rolled again after that day. <laughs> he had to retire from rolling. God knows what happened to Mr. May, though. This was a school in the 90s, so I can only imagine he got away with it. Mm. There you go. Couldn't have Callum and the story of Cannonball Paul. I love that. Uh, Lewis Clare, who is our diversified farmer, isn't he? He is, if I, yeah. If I recall correctly. He's been in touch. with. A, he's mm-hmm. got a great title for the email to lure us in. Cocaine Lobster Bath, it's called. Oh, now, I, I haven't read this, so I'm going to go into it sight unseen, but we at least have had dealings with Lewis in the past, so we know he's we not have. a sex criminal or anything, no. as far as we know. Uh, greetings, gents. Your talk of extravagance in a bath, don't remember that, reminded me of this story. I'll try and keep it as brief as I can. A few years ago... Oh, I do remember that now. We we asked people for what the biggest meal they'd ever had whilst in a bath was, and someone actually did send us a picture of a have of them having a full Sunday roast in the bath. Wow! Um, a few years ago, we had the farm's work Christmas do at our local pub. As we were leaving, the boyfriend of one of our staff came over to say thank you for paying. As he shook my hand, he heavy-handed me a baggie of the old iron filings. <laughs> what a mental thing, too! I mean, Lewis is the boss. They're like, yeah. right. Hey, and he's not this guy is not even one of his employees. He's like the the hus- the boyfriend of one of his employees. He goes, Hey, wait there, I'm just gonna say thanks to your boss for paying the bill. Gonna slip him something a little bit of a treat as well. <laughs> um He handed me a bag of the old iron violins. We're a family business. My dad was a few <laughs> yards away, so I hastily shoved it in my pocket and made my way outside. A, a couple of confession. people were coming back to my flat. So I filled them in on what had just happened and we had a laugh about it on the cab ride home. Lewis, I would say that if someone slips you a bag of iron filings, it doesn't mean it's yours to keep. It often means have a little go on that and give it back to me. Not like have all my cocaine. But anyway, we'll see how this story turns out. About two or three months later, I was with the same people at the big Chinese cash and carry in Manchester. They have live crabs and lobsters. Where's this going? (laughs) They have live crabs and lobsters in tanks. And one of my mates said he had never eaten lobster before. As a now former chef, I said I'd cook him one if he paid for it. I've never (laughs) had lobster. All right, well, pay for that and I'll fucking cook it, yeah. I'll cook anything. (laughs) I'm fucking chef. (laughs) We came out of the store with our live lobster in a big, clear plastic bag to find the heavens had opened. So rather than walk to the tram, we jumped in an Uber. <laughs> yeah, hang on. On this Uber booking, uh, is, has it got a note section? I'm just going to make a note here. We have a live lobster. Is Could that okay? <laughs> do you, do you, are you, allow, do you allow live crustaceans in your livestock. car? <laughs> sea livestock. Uh, anyway, we came out of the store, we got an Uber. Shortly after we set off, the driver piped up. 
I don't know if you rem- I don't know if you remember, but I picked you lads up a couple of months ago. You'd just been given free cocaine then, and now you've got in my camp with a live lobster. Can I just ask, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Amazing. That's great. Oh, very good. As for the bath, well, that's where the poor old lobster was held for a good few hours before he was served up for dinner. Definitely the most extravagant thing I've had in there. All oh, the best, Lewis. Dad. Very good, Lewis. Excellent, Lewis. Thanks for that. Uh, that uh, a reminder, that email is entitled Cocaine Lobster Bath. Yeah. There we go. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. It's a Great. slightly truncated bank holiday edition that we've Yeah, go recorded. out. It's fucking bank holiday Monday. You should be yeah. out frolicking somewhere. Got better things to do. We're, we'll certainly be frolicking because we recorded yeah. this a week ago. And a right um, fucking frolic up. Enjoy your bank holiday. I'll be back throughout the week with the rest of the stuff. Come to our show at Pop Rex on fucking I'm going to say Wednesday maybe it is no it's, it's Tuesday, Tuesday the 19th so it's oh, the day after then. you're listening yeah. to this but fuck yeah. it stretch Easter out a bit take the day off call in sick get a train to Sunderland we're going to have a knees up we're going to be it's playing records it's not even like our normal show it's an actual Top Light Time Machine Christmas party we'll see you there it'll be cracking we still can't uh, guarantee any face to face interaction with us though can we no no, no, of course not. No. Uh, thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye.